Hey, can you hear me? Greetings. All right. What is up? You can still hear me? I can still hear you. All right. I'm like split screening on my computer where one of the tabs is Anchor and sometimes Anchor's finicky. Um, Did you know that we have had one listen all this podcast from somebody from Indonesia? That's exciting. I'm actually drinking coffee right now from Indonesia. That is an interesting. Here, I'm gonna sip it. On, I'm gonna sip it live. That's an interesting nugget. I'm currently it looking at Lincoln nugget. Financial Field. Like literally, like li- you're on a run, or what are you doing? You got a coffee shop near there? No, I have a roof on my building that can visualize oh. financial field. I didn't realize you could see that from afar. All right. Why? Um, do you have any topics or do you want to just get right into the I always the team ranking things, Andrew. All right. Well, you actually didn't last time. Well, the last time we were more cut short for time. Okay. Um, due right. to other well, time asking. Factors. But to start off, since you are drinking coffee and I aspire to be drinking coffee, but we'll be doing so momentarily, um, the, what is your bet of the week? as part of our weekly segment of the gambling coffee hour or minute or so? Um, I was actually thinking about this exact question this morning, so it's a good topic. I guess I've got – I'll give you one bet and one prop bet. I okay. like the Dolphins' um, money line at like a minus 170. But if you can get that spread to like a minus 2.5, like a minus 130, I like that as well. Against the the Patriots, Patriots don't play well in Miami in September. And I just think that we're going to see a a good Dolphins, bad Patriots situation. And like, it's the kind of thing where the line will change for both those teams in a week. And then my prop bet that I like is I like Jahan Dotson over about 35 and a half receiving yards. Very interesting. I have not thought about either of those as a wager, but I can see the intrigue in potentially doing a Dolphins money line with like that 10 point juice deal on DraftKings. Yeah. Like guarantee win if they were ever up 10, since like the Patriots could always come back with like a late like rush to get like a touchdown to like win by lose by a few or whatever. Yeah. I could also see like Tyreek Hill as the first touchdown score. That's the market I really don't bet and probably still won't bet, frankly. But like I can see like them trying out the new toy and like shoving it in their face a little bit as the first touchdown. I would firmly actually probably look to bet the under on Tyreek and have Belichick in, in like intensely shut him down. Um I kind of see neither way on that one, but okay. We'll see. What about you? Do you have a bet? For me, I am very, very, and and I know we briefly talked about this, but very interested by some of these quarterback rushing props. Uh, yes. I know last year the market was very like down on QB rushing props, and I just was very unsure. And I feel like it's very similar to that again early in the year this year. Uh, so I have a yeah. There's a lot leg. of tasty ones. I agree. I have a four leg parlay. Only two dollars involved on points bet. 
Um, so, uh, 25 and a half rush yards. I like uh, that one. Trey Lance over. I like that one. Lamar Jackson under 60 and a half. Why the under? Uh, well, they're going up against the Jets, and I think he's going to try to at least initially throw the ball more, um, a little bit more. But also, 60 mm-hmm. is like a pretty high number. I know he goes over that often, but I'm just going under at least week one to start the year. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to go Trevor Lawrence under 15 and a half with the thought that Doug is tried to instill in him to limit your running. Um, and he usually goes around 12 yards rushing last year. So if that's. I think that number, last year might have been an anomaly, though, on the low side. I, we'll I, of those, I don't, I don't like the Lawrence bet by you. I thought about that, but it's plus uh, 1219. So I will take my $2 wager and have fun with it. Okay. And that is gambling coffee minute hour for minutes. Any other topics? I always have topics. Let me pick okay. one off the top of my list. I'm going to go with two. One real quick, one with a, a little bit. Uh, no, they're both quick. All right. How often do you check the mail and what prompts you to do so? So I have about a, I have an interesting situation in that my house got grandfathered in at a time where like you didn't need a mailbox. So the mailman just comes to my door and there's a mail slot. So it makes a loud clang and it just comes to my house. I don't have to check it. It's just on my ground. Okay. Does your cat go for the mail once it goes through the slot? No, my cat doesn't like doing stuff like that. Interesting. Okay. Um, what about you? Me, I get the emails from the postal service, so I only check it maybe once a week, or if there's something that is deemed important that comes through the mail. Yeah, I rarely get something that matters. But I would recommend those who do have a mailbox to sign up for the USPS informed. Or have to check the mail unless you deem it valid or important. Right. Second item. During the offseason, there was an announcement that the Choco Taco would be discontinued as an ice cream novelty food item. Uh, I still expect it to come back in the long run because I think there's a lot of demand, but maybe on a limited run. Um, What would you say would be your favorite ice cream truck snack? So I've actually never had a Choco Taco. Okay. Ever. Do you know what a Choco um, Taco is? No, I do. I do. I, okay. Um, my favorite is probably like a, like a cookie sandwich of the ice cream, and like an ice cream cookie sandwich, but like an M&M cookie. For some reason, I really like those M&M cookies that I just like them in general, but like they, I think they make a better ice cream sandwich also than just like a regular chip witch. Okay. So that would be my pick. That would be... I always go with the the characters, even though they're not great, just because of the novelty like a SpongeBob? aspect of it. Oh, I'm a big fan of the SpongeBob or the Scooby Doo. It's like the bubble going in the middle. Oh yeah, yeah. The amount of times I go to an ice cream truck, I'm gonna get the thing that's more fun that I don't find other places. Got it. 
Okay. All right, good topics. And those are fun I like topics, the topics for today. today. I think those were good. I think those are good topics. Anytime. I have a full list, and there are more. Don't worry. All right. Timestamp um, for the timestamp for the the note the show notes. The the real stuff starts at eight twenty. I will not note this anywhere. So go for it. Um, I refuse to do any additional discussion about somebody, an important person who died this week. So we will continue. Lizzie's in a box. Not yet. True. Probably in a fridge. All right. Uh, let's just let's just go straight into. Uh, uh, we could go team names, but I feel like that's like a good topic for another time. Um, yeah, give give the team names topic to somebody who cares more than me. Someone next week. I know. Yeah, I know you're not the intrigued. I don't care about team names. Someone will care. That's a good topic for the someone who cares. Yes. All right. Let's do matchups. Or do you want to do? You want to do? Jeff I want to do rank. I don't know. I can't do. I, like, here's the thing about matchups. We can talk about it because that's the point of this. But like, we don't know what week one's going to bring. I feel like matchups more than week two thing. Wild card. But okay. yes, we, we, we can. Let's start with let's start with team by team ranking slash just discussion. Okay, this is the uh, drum roll, which I'm not introducing any sort of noise of Andy's team rankings. Yeah, so I did the team rankings slightly differently this year. In that A, I half-assed them a lot more than usual, and B, I because of the I, I feel like there's a lot more differences in roster construction than usual. I kind of went with like the question of just like who, like who would I trade my team for slash like who if I had this team who would I be least happy with kind of thing instead of like chances to win the league, which is kind of how I usually approach it. It's like, who's got the best shots at, at, at actually winning. Whereas there's a lot of teams that even are low in this ranking that have like a real shot. Like everyone's got a real shot to win, but there's a lot of like um, variables and lack of bench or like risk factors that like, I really thought of it. Like whose draft would I be the happiest with one, one to 12? So that's kind of like the, the, the question here. Okay. So, so if you're even if I, I also want to say, yeah, I think everyone's a contender. It's so lame to say that, but like everyone's a contender. It's going to take luck. Um, all these all these teams. Um, frankly, upon leaving the draft, I thought there was going to be like one or two total crap teams, based on the weirdness of what happened, and that just wasn't the case. Like even if you're twelve, ten, whatever, even if you're one, you you like I do think there's a little bit of differences, but. You've, I'm not crapping on your team. Okay. Okay. All right. And with that, uh, I'm going to go with Ryan at 12, which is a big fall off from last year where I think he had an awesome draft. This year, what's his team name? Is he, is he Brees Nuts? Yeah, he's Brees <laughs> Nuts got team. So I believe he's um, got team. Got him. So he kind of had the, the problem of that Justin Fields for a lot of money. Um, he also, I'm baking into this what's happened on Thursday. So that's unfortunate for you, Seth, but I'm baking into this what happened on Thursday. So he's got Cooper Cup, but he has Allen Robinson, who I'm legitimately concerned about long term. He's got Brandon Cooks. He's got 
Tyler Boyd, Amon Ross St. Brown. So, like, these are good receivers, but um, – and Cooper Cup's obviously very good. But don't love the receivers after after Cup. I do think Amon Ross is going to have a good year. So, he's got a better flex than most people. Um, and he's got Jonathan Taylor, which is obviously a very important piece of this puzzle. But his RB2 – is either Brees or Jacobs, which is like a very real RB2. That's a real player there. But you could also see it being like an RB2 that's just like a run-of-the-mill kind of guy. So I think it really comes down to just like he's got two elite players, Cup and Taylor, the best of their respective positions, basically. I don't agree that Cup's the best of their position, and we'll get to that in a little bit when we talk about your team, but let's just call him best of his position. Um, but the quarterbacks are, are really just not there. And his, his backup is going to be whoever the Jets quarterback is. Um, and he kind of spent a lot of bench spots on the Jets, which I don't think the Jets are going to be a pile of trash, but that's a lot of just quantity of bench spots there. So I, I think he needed Justin Fields breakout, both of those studs to play up to their potential and Allen Robinson to bounce back a bit, which I'm not super confident he will. And that's Ryan's team at 11. Or, sorry, and then at 11, I have Scott, which is send trades with the Z. Scott, I, t- I touched on this. I think Scott had the best pick of the whole draft in Justin Herbert. And I think it was actually the first player he took. So he's like on the board with a really nice one. Uh, and I think he also had a great pick in Dak for 21 bucks. Um, but he... Doesn't have a quarterback three, and I say that because he has Watson as his quarterback three, and both his quarterbacks are um, on bye before week 11. So that's relevant information. Um, And I think that what he's done here is he's pretty much gone for, like, the all-sexy team. Just, like, even if you're talking about Justin Herbert. Like, this is, like, he's just gone for sex appeal. Jamar Chase is maybe the sexiest receiver name out there. He's a very good player. Nothing wrong with paying him for Jamar Chase. But then what he's done here is he's gotten Elijah Moore, Brandon Ayuk, Damian Pierce, AJ Dillon, Kyle Pitts, Christian Kirk to round out the rest of his lineup. Now, I, I like every single one of those players. Every single one of them, I like them. But it was just a weird use of dollars such that I feel like the team – needs the the sexiness and the breakouts to happen and he's paying more for that ceiling than for the totality of range of outcomes in those players and it's led to a strange dollar values um throughout the rest of the roster where he could have had a lot more value and based on the quarterback value he had where he probably spent probably $15 less than he needed to for for these two quarterbacks. He could have had the best team in the league and he just went for the all sexy roster and he needs the breakouts to happen at about a 50 to 60% clip now uh, based on how he's constructed this team. Curious if you have any thoughts about this team, this team, I I would be very concerned that running back room. Um. I actually, I, again, I think I like both those players, but they were just expensive for what they are, and he needs them to hit. But I would, I don't think most people are projecting either of his, I'll say, four running to be in the even close to the RB1 category. Like, I don't think anybody's thinking that. They're all firmly in. He's going to get one. He's going to get one there. Um, between I, I Kenny Walker, who's, who's a little healthier than usual. Kareem Hunt, if there's a Chubb injury, Pierce, if there's a Jones injury. Or sorry, Dylan, if there's a Jones injury, or Pierce just being 
a baller, which I think Pierce is very good. I think of them, A.J. Dillon is going to be the best. I think he's probably going to be like an RB 17-18 in a healthy Jones world and could be an RB top five if Jones is hurt. I like A.J. Dillon a lot. He was someone I had targeted, and, um, but just felt like an overpay for $16. Yeah, I, I would actually say that so far I would probably put this team a drop below Ryan's due to – the massive question marks on a lot of these players. But. No, that's fair. I just happen to like the wins, I guess. Like, his, he's got the sexy players, and he picked players that I like. It was just a weird – and I think I think like Justin awesome. Herbert. I, think Herbert. I love Justin Herbert. Um, I, I love didn't Justin know that. Herbert. Yeah. All right. Okay. After the draft, I said, Scott, I'll trade you Josh Allen for, like, Justin Herbert and a running back or something like that, and he said no. Okay. He tried to trade um, me Ken Walker. 10, I've gotten I've got member Payne at 10, and it pained me to put him there because I like this draft, and, and I'll talk about some of the players and what I like about him. But I think that the problem is when I'm talking about, like, why would I not be happy with this team is I just don't know if by week six he's going to have a quarterback too. And if he does and one of these quarterbacks hits, member Payne becomes a top three or four team. And it's as simple as that. So his quarterbacks are Tom Brady, who I think is a great value and has a great pick. And then he's got Mariota and Trubisky, who are both like very much like in the benching conversation. So I, I think that if one of those guys sticks around, stays healthy, et cetera, member Payne's team rockets up to the top. But I just wouldn't be feeling great about where I am. And I think that he should try to swing a trade for the Pickett or Ritter folks to try to shore that position up. And I'll touch on the rest of the team, but I believe you have thoughts about the quarterback position here as well. Yes, I don't think he has a QB, too. I think Marion is going to be gone very quickly. Uh, Ritter. Uh, yeah, I, I think your Ritter pick was – I was shocked he went for a dollar. I only had a dollar bids at the time. I would have outbid you. I, I think that was a really good pick by you. Um, and Trubisky, like, he's a clear clipboard holder. Like, he, he was – there's a first-round pick – is not Super Bowl contender with Trubisky or with Pickett. So they're going to switch to the future. So I'm not sure about that because can. the Steelers are a little old school. Like, we'll see. I, I think that under conventional wisdom, I agree with you, but there's that chance that Trubisky holds it down. But he could be good. Like, either of these guys could be good, in my opinion. I don't think either is a terrible player. Um, which yeah, is why, again, like, I, don't, I, don't have this team, I don't have this team 12th for a reason. Um, I think there's a real chance one of these guys sticks. Yeah, if I were him, I would be trying to trade for some stable QB two with whoever has. Yeah, it. the problem is if he if he loses one of both of those, he's going to be trading a real asset for a quarterback, and you don't want to be in that position. Yes. Um, otherwise, with this roster, CD is a very good wide receiver. One, he got Bateman for I believe fifteen dollars. Bateman was one of the guys that I've targeted. I really like Bateman as a breakout. But again, I feel like that's more of the paying for the, the good range of the outcome instead of the full range of outcomes. I think it's a little bit of an overpay, but I like the player. No issue with him on the team. I thought Michael Thomas is a really savvy pick. Um, I, I think as a wide receiver three, not paying super high amount, you have a real shot at a wide receiver one. Don't love Najee Harris or Eli Mitchell, frankly, but they are quality enough players. I do like Darren Waller a lot this year. I think he's going to be really good in the McDaniels offense. 
And Deontay is always unhealthy. You're going to get great weeks from him. He'll win some weeks, but you might get some some not great ones. And then I guess Montgomery is a, a running back three. I, I don't like Montgomery. I have Khalil Herbert for a reason. But um, as a running back three, that's one of the better running back threes you'll see in our entire league. So a good draft by, by uh, member Payne that he needs a little bit of luck for one of these quarterbacks, and it changes the whole game for him. Yeah, I, I see this team as maybe staying competitive towards like the playoff fringe, but not being a true contender. Yeah, like especially with the two, those two quarterbacks, like those are December guys that could get the boot. Like you could see him getting the boot around November also. And he's like sitting there with a winning record, but then becomes a really easy target in the playoffs. That sounds Yeah. All right. Number nine, I've got Matt which is um, Judge, Judy. Judge Judy. And this is a, a – I made a throwaway comment here during the last um, pod, but Matt's team is, is very touchdown dependent where um, I think there's certainly a realistic outcome that these kind of guys score the touchdowns that you want to see out of them, and Matt becomes a real contender. Um, but that's not really a spot that I want to be in, which is why I have him nine. So – I think Russ for 37 was a little bit of an overpay, but I actually had Russ as like the quarterback five or like whatever dollar amount he ended up going as. Like I had him there in my ranking board. Um, so I do believe in Russ. And I think Derek Carr is a very good quarterback too. So basically Mass got two good quarterbacks. He doesn't have a quarterback three, so he's got a little less room for error, but two good quarterbacks among the best quarterbacks in the league. His uh, receivers, I don't love Devontae this year, but again, like I had him wide receiver five, but it's kind of like a tier below those other four. It's a good stack. It's a good stack, and I think it's going to win him weeks. And I think that Devontae is going to be pretty good. He just won't maybe look at the yards, but he's going to get the touchdowns. I'm more of a Sutton guy than a Judy guy, but Judy's a fine wide receiver too. Thielen, I like the player as like a sleeper, I guess, this year. Very good in the end zone, going to get you those TDs. But he get, I think he paid fourteen dollars for Thielen. That's this. The, I said this about three times now. You're paying for the high end of the outcomes, not the range of spectrum of the outcomes. You could get Thielen being a banged up old guy, and you're not paying for that. So I didn't love that dollar amount and use of money, but no issue with the player. Saquon, I have as RB five this year. I love Saquon. I think Saquon is going to be back and as good as ever this year. That's a that's a prediction that I have, and I really like whoever gets Saquon, and Matt has Saquon, so good on you, Matt. But I don't love James Conner. Um, I think he's going to get his touchdowns, but don't love him. And then the, the rest of his I roster, think, he's got a bad flex and bench. I'll just quickly throw out there, too. I, I think James Conner is one of the players that nobody wants, but he's, like, a great RB, too. I think he's exactly I mean, he could be. looking for an RB. He was expensive. He was in the 20s. So, like, he um, – not saying that was a bad pick. I just wasn't really about him. But Matt, Matt has good running backs. And yeah, he's going to have weeks he's that he gets – like, he's going to have, like, eight touchdowns from his non-quarterback some weeks and get, like, 150 points. But you're really relying on the touchdowns and not the best bench. So, that's why I've got him there. Do you have any, any thoughts on that team? Well, I will first state he might have the worst bench in the league. Um, I I think I have the worst bench in the league. This bench is bad. Like these are all. Free. When we get to my team, you can see if it's you can add, see is it worse than Matt's. Okay, um, this one's bad. 
Um, actually, but, yeah, no, I, mean, I like yeah. my bench more than his because I have a quarterback on the bench. There's, but, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a not, bad bench. Uh, for Matt's team, a, just looking at it, I like that he went like the double stack. So he's got Denver, Vegas stack. So that's usually a pretty good recipe there. I, I can see this team competing. I'm just going to say it. Um, I think Devontae actually might outperform people slightly under predict. Um, I, I really think he's going to be a lot happier playing not with Aaron Rodgers. Um, not that, not due to the quarterback talent, just like in a fun environment. And I feel like he's like ready to like try to be like a superstar type guy where like people mm-hmm. learn his personality. Um, sort of like like DeAndre Hopkins when he the Texans were like he was sort of like under wraps like he was great but like no one talked about him as like a person and that he's like now marketed when he's in Arizona so something yeah. like that for Devonte um, so yeah this team can win um, it's it's got all the pieces it probably just needs some in season management to shore up that bench and really figure out I don't that trust Matt to do that. Reflect. Well, I didn't say I'm that. Not factoring I mean, that into the equation, but I don't trust that he needs to absorb the bench. I, I Matt, it's not a level of your your, your quality of strategy. It's your level of commitment to put in put in the work to absorb the bench. So if you if you hear this, you're like what the hell? Put in the work. Prove me wrong. He, well, he won't. He won't listen to this. But Noreen might yeah. be managing his team with based on her draft. So we'll see. <laughs> All, All right. right. Next Let's up, go on. Just, uh, I think I'm on eight. I got Josh that is um, looking for wide receiver. Yes. And is. this is a weird team. And the reason I have it, I guess, so high is because I really believe in the running backs that he picked. He didn't just spend a lot of running backs, but I believe in the ones that he selected were, were good and worth the money. And it's, it's, I have to tell myself when I'm going through these teams. Like, you can't discount the fact that he has Mark Andrews. It's like a tight end's a line item for a lot of people, and it's like you kind of skip past it. You can't skip past Mark Andrews. He is his wide receiver one. That is relevant, and I have to always remind myself of that when I'm staring at this roster. So, quickly, on the running backs, he paid a lot of money for Kamara and Cook. I have Dalvin Cook this year as running back two. I'm really high on Dalvin Cook. I think he's going to be awesome in this new Minnesota offense. Um, and I have Kamara as, as running back six. I don't think there's really a risk of suspension. Um, I just think he got, Kamara, he got Kamara at a little bit of a discount. Not necessarily because of the dollars, I guess. But um, he's this is like a classic John Weiss team construction. And John Weiss's teams are usually competitive. And if these two stay healthy, like he's got an incredible rock-solid anchor there. Um, I think he overpaid for both quarterbacks. I think Tua was a massive overpay. But there's definitely a universe where Tua puts up stats. Burrow, I don't love this year, especially at the at the dollar clip. Um, I love Joe Burrow, the player. I just don't know if you're you're getting the fantasy with the with the running and all that for for thirty seven dollars that he spent. And I, I'd much rather have like Herbert for forty one dollars or Hertz for thirty eight dollars. But like those are fine enough quarterbacks. He's not doing himself wrong. But the issue is his receivers might be the worst in the league. Um, he's got some guys on the bench that have a shot at being able to shore up those spots. Mooney could break out. He could Julio could be good. We don't know. Um, Lazard could be something eventually, but uh, it's 
not a good receiver room. It's just not good. And he's going to have, he, he needs to have 27 points from receivers a week. And we'll see if he gets it. Cordero Patterson could eventually wide receiver eligibility, and he would be shared up with that. He could. Um, but I don't know if Cordero is the answer. That. So, like, Cordero I – don't, I don't dislike Cordero, and I think he's a fine flex. But also, like, he's – what, he's, he's running back 30? That would make him receiver 35. To, like, that's kind of in the same range. It's the same kind of situation. He'd be a flex anyway. Um, oh, yeah. I, I like Cordero like as a flex. I think, it's a, I think it's a good flex, but um, I don't think he's going to solve any problems. I, I think people are slightly – I I I wouldn't I'd be trying to avoid Atlanta like the plague. I don't think that team has many pieces. So I actually disagree. I actually disagree. I I think Atlanta is better than people think on the offensive side of the ball. And I actually this traces back to 2015 when I thought Marcus Mariota was a sure thing of a draft pick. But I, I think they're going to be okay enough. I think they're going to get trounced today by the Saints. They have a very good defense, but. I, I don't hate Atlanta as a team to have some pieces of. I, I can see them being, like, a good – like, I don't see many touchdowns coming out of that team, which is why I mm-hmm. discount the, the team as a whole. Um, but we'll see. All right. I mean, I think it uh, – and just on that, I do think that there is some upside with, like, Woods and Mooney, but, like, I'm talking, like, wide receiver two upside. There's no yeah, wide I think they're one. I think they're fine picks. Like Woods is good. Woods is going to be a good value pick, but and I like Julio. I actually like Julio a lot to potentially. I do too. Take I think for those tight end snaps. I, I hear you. Okay, I have you next, and I think this okay. is uh, you probably dropped one spot since Thursday. I'll just also say, uh, okay. Cam Akers zero was a very relevant thing that happened and I don't see really a path to him getting it back that running back one spot I think we all kind of got duped there but not a problem I don't have an issue with you taking him um, just an unexpected situation that has made your team worse but I will also say I didn't drop you very much because I'm very high on Ramondre I love Ramondre Stevenson and I think Ramondre's got that league winner potential by the end of the year so uh, you did a good job with your with your running backs and uh, I think Javante is one of the best picks of the draft. DeAndre Swift is someone that, I mean, I drafted him last year. I love the player. I have a lot of belief in the player, but I think you got him at a little bit of the, the higher end of the possible outcomes, I suppose. Um, but like, you, it wasn't a bad value, but your, your running backs are, are really strong and your team is going to come down to those running backs and your top two players, Lamar and Justin Jefferson, both of whom I have immense belief in. So if I didn't, strongly believe in the fact in the, like who you spend about a hundred dollars on you'd be down by 11 12 10 but i do strongly believe in the players that you ponied up for and i think justin jefferson is one of the three best players in the entire nfl in any position and i think he's had a real shot at two thousand yards and uh i think he got him for a little bit of value and i think that that's the kind of thing that when i was talking about ponying up for for players Maybe not Lamar at 47, even though I think he's going to be awesome and we can talk about him if you want. But, like, go up and get uh, Justin Jefferson for $48. Like, that's a guy who is just going to have 18-point weeks on the reg, I think, um, with 
33 point weeks, that's going to win you some, some weeks. And I think that this might be a particularly tough week um, against Green Bay, but he still could have a, a great week this week. And I, I think Justin Jefferson for offensive player of the year, if you can find that at any board at 20 to one or below, put money on it right now. I, I love Justin Jefferson. Um, yeah, I, I was very or would not sign a new deal because then he's been playing pissed all year. And I feel like that's best for him. So that was very much something I was monitoring most of the offseason um, as he was one player who I was going to get most likely regardless of the cost. Um, I have some exposure of, of Lamar MVP. I'm totally on board with the – you know how I feel about the Ravens. So I think you probably had an idea that I – I think I bid with, with you for Lamar also. I think you had an idea that I was kind of in on Lamar. I'm very in on Lamar. I think he's going to be awesome. And I think he's a great quarterback one. And I was trying to get Baton, but whatever. Jefferson, um, I can tell you my draft pivoted very much once I saw his price was lower than anticipated. Um, he probably went for at least $10 less than I expected. And I thought – He went for about five less than I expected. And I had him valued at that five. I had him valued at what I expected him also. So I think you got value out of him. And I think that yeah. that was a worthy payoff that you'll you'll see paid dividends. Uh-uh. And then other um, than that, without talking about my team too much, was I like Swift. I I I still think he can do well um, as like a solid like like top five he, running back. He has potential to get there. He does. Yeah. Um, and then he's got among the most talented in the league at running back. And I like the Lions' offensive line a lot. They have a top-notch. They have an awesome line. offensive line. Um, I'm in on the Lions this year as a team, uh, especially because of their line. And I think I'll talk about it. Um, I do think Jared Goff is going to be pretty good this year. All right. Well, no I'll get to, uh, but a little Ryan. bit more on your team, just quickly. Okay. Um, a couple. Th- I hate the receivers two and three, and Rondell got hurt, but like. You have made some savvy moves that is like going to put you in position to compete on those spots. I love Alec Pierce. I think he's going to put up some goose eggs for you that could lose weeks, but like he's going to end up with like 850 yards and be a very serviceable player and has some league winning weeks. I think you got immense value at Matt Ryan um, at quarterback two. And I think that Desmond Ritter as a quarterback three is a savvy pick as well. Basically, Matt Ryan, you got at the price that he should have, whereas most people of the Matt Ryan quality of player in that tier went for about 5 or $6 more than they should have. So I think that you you got a good player at the right price. And I think that Frank Rick, right, whatever his name is, likes to throw at the goal line a lot. I actually have money on the Matt Ryan over of touchdowns. And I think he did a good job there. Yeah, and I also get DeAndre back week seven. Oh, my baby's crying. I need Deanna to get him. All right. Um, how much longer do you have? Onward. I had to go at nine. I prefer nine minutes if we can. All right. Well, I'll make this faster. Next up, I have John Weiss. John Weiss, uh, he's that classic. You can't overlook the tight end. And he has Travis Kelsey there. That's very important. Um, I think he got good value at running back, so I don't love Ezekiel Elliott. I do like Travis Etienne as a good player. He's going to put up a lot of PPR. Um, he's got Mahomes. He's got Diggs, two great players. I think he's got a lot of upside in that wide receiver room in Tony, Drake London, Traylon Burks, Nico Collins. I think he did a really good job of getting smart receivers 
kind of like he did last year with Chase, Jalen Waddle, just guys who could break out um, while having a little safety and Amari Cooper, who, you know, is going to get 800 yards. Um, and I didn't love Matt Safford, and he had a good price for him, but I just he was a guy who scared me, and Thursday didn't know nothing to change that. So if you have any thoughts, but I was trying to go quickly there, given your, your time constraints. That is fine. I Stafford was a do not draft no matter the price. Um, yeah, so he, he worried me as well. Wasn't a bad uh, pick, but not my kind of player. Yeah, and there's just like a lot of these guys that seem just deh. And that's probably about all I need to say. Like none of them excite me. I don't think any of them have much upside. Like back to here's what the thing were. that we, like, we need to think about though. I didn't say this, and I want to make sure I say it. He's got Mahomes, Kelsey, and the Chiefs running backs. Basically, that's a stack that has league winning potential, and I think that you can't just like forget about that. I think it's a smarter stack than the stack he did last year because you have the quarterback as part of it, so you get that potential like you get that potential really high upside situation. Hello? You there? Hello? I can't, I can can hear you now, but I couldn't hear you before. Nope, I can't hear you. Yeah, I think Kelsey's. So we'll see. All right, I can hear you I mean, again. I don't know if how it's going to sound on audio. Can you hear me? Just saying. Uh, what I was saying. Yes. I think this is. Can you hear me now? All right. I'm going to keep going. Oh. If you... Okay. Uh, I'll just make my statement. And we can continue. I don't disagree, uh, I think that, and I think that not having Tyreek hurts Kelsey up. a lot, but I think that Kelsey's still something to think yes. about. All right. All right. Next, I got Kyle. Onward. Um, I, I like Aaron Rodgers this year more than consensus. Uh, I don't like Derrick Henry or Joe Mixon at cost, but they are objectively good players. Um, I like what he's done with his receivers. I think that the idea of getting both Seattle receivers are pretty cheap was smart. I don't think they're going to be bad. I think Devontae is a good enough flex. I think Miles Sanders has potential to outperform his draft stock, even though I hate Miles Sanders. And I think that like even like Carson Wentz, Madison, Naheem Hines, Sky Moore, it's a really good bench that I think has a lot of interesting pieces that could break out while having a good quarterback one, good running backs. Debo has top line potential. It's just a very balanced team that I think he did a good job where there's a lot of upside there as well. Do you think there's any risk of Malik Willis coming into the Titans uh, quarterback room? Yes, but not a high risk, like a, like a Desmond Ritter. Not that high. Okay. All right. Next up, I'm going to go with Michael's team, which I thought he was Drake London's mother-in-law, but I don't know. Who is he now? Winston Churchill. Um, Winston Churchill. Churchill. Yes. Um, he got a very good pick in Nick Chubb, but I don't love his running back too in Dobbins, Damian Harris, Gibson. When I say I don't, and Rashad Penny, when I say I don't love it, it's that they're just like classic RB2s. Someone there should be like an RB15 by the end of the year, but like it's the kind of thing where they'll get like nine points a week collectively through them. And it's okay. It's not going to be bad. Uh, his receivers are quite good. He's had Mike Evans, a classic pecking player, but Mike Evans is a really good player. I think Tyreek's going to be good this year and is a little bit undervalued. 
Hunter Renfro, classic Tekken player, but I like the player a lot. He's going to get his his safe 10 points a week. Um, he needs Kittle to show up. Um, I think his quarterback room is some smart risk there in Hurts and Winston. I think he's in a, I think Hurts is going to be a good fantasy quarterback, and um, I think Winston will be decent as well. So I, I think it's a nice overall roster that um, – might not have the league winning upside, I guess, which is why I have it at fourth. But I like what he did with with the picks, and I think that um, it's just a really nice draft in the end. The the one area that I'm not sure if I would buy into is getting two of the Tampa receivers. Um, I've had that before, uh, and it's not always that good from a, a weekly performance standpoint. A lot of times, yeah, it's like, I, I oh. agree. There's a lot of ball spread there. Um, it, yeah. it, I, I think that's a very good point. Yeah. I think he's I didn't think about that a lot. Um, All right. By the way, Next. with each of these teams, just know there's three teams left, and as much or as little as you want to chime in, given your, your time constraints, just go forward as much as little as you want. Um, okay. Next up, I have John Starbin, who I shit on a lot on Thursday, but obviously I have him quite high. And the shitting on him was he left a lot of meat on the bone, but the idea is he had a very good strategy here, and – though he could have had an absolutely like all-time great team in this league. I think that's why I was kind of shitting on him, but he still ended up with a good team that can, that is going to compete. And the reason I have a three is I don't think it's got the upside of league winner quite as much as some of the other ones, but I think there's a very high percentage chance he's near the top of the standings, I guess, versus some of the others. And I would be happy with this team, even if he left some meat on the bone. So at quarterback, Trevor Lawrence and Jared Goff, he paid too much for them, but I like the guys he ended up with. As I mentioned at the beginning of this, I think Trevor Lawrence is going to end up with decent running yards. I think he's going to have a little bit of a dug blow up. Um, I don't I don't hate the players, and I love Baker as a, as a $4 player as well. The receivers are, I think, are the star of the show here, even though he's got Eckler and Fournette. I, and I, I want to touch on, I like Komet as like a, tight end 10 as well. Like, I think that's a good guy to spend a few bucks on. But these receivers are what I really like about the team. Um, I think DJ Moore is going to be finally the breakout kind of thing. He's a player that I end up with my roster a lot. Didn't get him this year. Um, Keenan Allen, I think, is a safe player, whereas he's got a couple other, like, sexier players in McLaurin and Waddle, who I both like a lot. I think he got great value on them for, like, $29 combined. I'm super high on Terry McLaurin um, this year. And beyond, I think he's an awesome player. I think he's the best quarterback he's ever played with, even though it's Carson Wentz. And I think that fifteen dollars was one of the better values at receiver. I'd much rather Terry at fifteen than a Bateman for fifteen, for example, or a Thielen for fourteen. I think Waddle was fourteen, so I'd much rather Waddle at fourteen than Thielen. Um, and I don't want to uh, forget George Pickens for like a dollar down at the bottom. I think Pickens is going to be a real player in this league very fast, as soon as today, maybe. And it could even afford John the ability to use Pickens or somebody like Keenan Allen even um, as a trade chip to get a better quarterback or something like that. I, I think John did a good job. I will say um, I don't see the quarterbacks on this team performing to the level that I, I think you're saying. Like I, I still that's why that's the big reason I think his league winning upside is lacking. I think, but I think they're going to give him enough points to compete. But I, I agree and disagree. Yeah, I can see, but I I just don't 
I personally don't see Goff elevating his game too much. I think that's a a play action run first based offense, and I don't see that changing much. Um, and then Lawrence, like I think he can elevate to like the top, like a high QB two, but I I don't see him clearly pushing for a QB one range. It's possible, mm-hmm. but it, it's not other realm. It's not like I would say it's probably forty percent chance he's a QB one. Um, okay. Which is not bad ne- for the value. Oh yeah, yeah, I agree. Next up, I have my team, and I'm obviously at number two right now. I usually am, have my team around like the four or five range, where I'm like optimistic, but I try to stay as unbiased as possible. It is hard for me to feel a little bit unbiased about my draft because I'm quite happy about it, and I think that I have one of the best starting rosters the league has seen, really, just like from a pre like a post draft perspective. Um. It's just filled with horses. So I got Josh Allen, Trey Lance, who I think are the best quarterbacks in the league. We can talk a little bit more about Trey Lance if you have time for it. Um, but I'm, I'm making a bet on Trey Lance, basically. That's my my season is betting on Trey Lance. Um, my receivers are A.J. Brown, Michael Pittman, and Mike Williams, and Juju. That's the flex. I think Juju is kind of like a smart bet to make. Um, if he doesn't work out, fine. I didn't pay that much money for him, but he has real potential to work out. But the other receiver is like, if Juju's your fourth receiver, you did something right. And I think that the other ones are real horses at receiver. I've got Aaron Jones, who I think was a little bit undervalued, not only at the dollar amount, but also even in the rankings and how he shook out in the most expensive running backs. I think Aaron Jones is quite good. And in a no Devontae world, they're going to rely on him a little bit more to catch passes. My tight end is Albert O. And my running back, too, is a hodgepodge of $1 shit. And right now it's Rex Burkhead. And you can't like forget about that fact that it's absolute shit there but i'll find somebody who can get me six points a week from that running back two spot is what i'm really banking on here and i'll figure it out that i can get six points from them and i'll be able to compete if any one of those horses goes down i'm in trouble um but i think that i've got the best upside and chances to like like i'm happy with my chances if there was like a chance to win the league futures market for the league kind of thing uh, you can talk about my team, or you can not talk about my team, given your time constraints. Um, I yeah, I I'm not high on Albert O. I don't. A lot of people are, but I'll just I'll just sub him out for him another shitty tight end, basically, if he sucks this week. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think Burkhead is is it. Like, I think if you're going for six points a week, you probably Gainwell is probably going to do that almost every week, if not. I would expect them to do it more weeks than not. For what it's worth, um, I think I'm least likely to get six points this week as I figure out what are the random running backs or free agent running backs situations, basically. I think this is the week I'm least yeah. likely to get six. I I would say that based on your in-season management, some of those deficiencies could be covered. Um, but I do see two like potential zeros on a weekly basis in that lineup. And the horses alone – will get you far, but I think without some, maybe a, at least a trade of one of the receivers for something else, like a receiver tight end, um, I, I'd i have a hard time seeing this team win. Um, I think very touchdown heavy. Um, I like A.J. Brown a lot. I, I'm a big fan of Pittman. I would have liked to get him. He would have been who I would get. I think Pittman ended up being a nice value. I think I got him for maybe like twenty-four, $25. I'm, I'm happy with that number. Yeah. I, I would have gotten him if it were not for Jefferson. Um, and then I know you're big big on Allen. Um, 
and Lance is is a little concerning, I'll be honest. Um, he was initially on my team with Lamar. Um, I will state that, but I removed him off of that once Garoppolo resigned um, due to the chance of him starting slow and there would be a lot that would mess with his head um, and or calls to put Garoppolo. Not that yeah, I don't believe I think there's a talent. higher chance I just of think there's happening. other factors. Yeah. I think there's a higher chance so, of that happening now. And it, it makes my team more of a tight wall type rope act. But I'm very I'm I'm completely fine taking that risk. And if, if he gets benched yeah, and like, no, I, like my team's over by September, like whatever, I'm I'm happy to take that risk. I think Trey Lance has number one quarterback in fantasy upside and I'll sign up for that all day. All right. Kyler T cells. Kyler T cells, Dan Whitmer, number one. Um, let's start this out actually where, where we left off in our last pod with T Higgins. So a classic Dan roster construction is get four good receivers. And he's done that here. And I really like three of them and they are Cortland Sutton, Gabe Davis and Marquise Brown. T Higgins is someone that frankly, I have ranked above those other three, but like literally right above Sutton. And I think that, I have T Higgins more like wide receiver 17 range and he paid maybe wide receiver nine, eight kind of value for him. And I didn't love that. Um, do you want to talk about T Higgins a little bit? I just don't, I don't see him as a wide receiver one. I don't know why. It's a weird, it's like, a weird player. He's going to end up with stats that are like 10, 50 and nine touchdowns and be fine. But that was a strange, I think Dan had money to blow. But he did like I would have much rather him like blown it on. I, I thought he would have blown it, frankly, on a Mike Williams or a Terry McLaurin or someone like that. And he 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 spent a lot of money. Like I have Mike Williams above T Higgins in my rankings, frankly. Um, I have DJ Moore above him. I have Mike Pittman above him. Um, and it, these guys were a yeah. cheaper than T Higgins, so that was a little bit weird. I, I'd probably put Higgins in like the twenty range, maybe. He paid around there a lot for him, but he's good, and I think that he made. Yeah the right bets on Sutton who's got a real like, I think he's got the kind of guy that Russ likes playing with I think Sutton's going to be he's going to be quickly emerging the same way that remember you got DK Metcalf that one year I think it's going to be a similar thing maybe not quite as like earth killing as DK as an athlete but same kind of thing Gabe Davis we saw it a little bit on Thursday I think Gabe Davis is going to maybe end up with 900 yards and more like that 12 touchdowns uh, Marquise Brown um You've got Hopkins. I think that was a smart pick of you, but I think that Marquise already has chemistry with Kyler that he can hit, kind of hit the ground running. I think he's going to get 100 yards today. I think Marquise is a very good flex. Um, I think Dan's built his team really well because he's gotten McCaffrey, but he didn't sacrifice a thing at receiver or quarterback to do it. So I think that Kyler is not so great and um, maybe my quarterback six seven, but I'm higher than average on Kirk Cousins, who he has. I think Kirk Cousins is, gonna, is like quarterback 10. I mentioned this about Jefferson. I mentioned this about Dalvin Cook, but I'm really high on these Vikings players. And I think that Kirk Cousins is going to have his best season of his career and will be fantasy relevant and not just like a middling quarterback 13, classic Dan Carson Palmer kind of player. I think, I think Kirk Cousins is a a good, good player to have as your, as your quarterback too. He has strong quarterbacks three and four in Mills and Brissett. Um, he has Christian McCaffrey that should not be just like talked about in a, in a second. I don't love Christian McCaffrey as much as most people, but he's clearly a top three fantasy running back. Um, and you've got league. He, he can win a, a week just on himself before we talk about any of these guys, but he gets his 25 and his bullshit catches and all that stuff. Um, and also I want to mention Chase Edmonds 
is someone that I had on my list. I think Chase Edmonds is that kind of running back to bet you want to make. I'd much rather have Chase Edmonds on my team than a Josh Jacobs, for example, and Antonio Gibson. Chase Edmonds could be a real player. And I, I think that he's made a smart bet in, in Chase Edmonds. And I think that other than the T Higgins pick, which like T Higgins is going to be good. It's not going to be like a fuck up pick. Um, it's been a, it's a really, it's a really good team. And there's a lot of avenues. This team could really compete. I don't see the, I don't see that this team being the best team as you have. I don't see this team being a top, top five team right now. I, I really think comparatively, like, the quarterbacks are the, the main thing here. I would expect Cousins to actually be the QB1 here. Um, and Murray – I wouldn't be shocked that either. Um, I do not I, – Marquise Brown was a do not draft because the val- there, I don't see I, any value I totally there. And I don't see as much I totally disagree. There. Totally disagree. I'm um, very anti-Marquise Brown. You can also figure out um, a new flex. Like, if he's your flex and you're not relying on him as a, as a wide receiver one or two, like, he could figure out a new flex through free agency by week six. I, I see three – I see RB2 as a whole, tight end as a whole, and flex as a whole. I know you're big on Chase Edmonds, and I think he has that ability. I also like Njoku I as just, a tight end one, by the way. I think Njoku is going to be a, a usable player, and he was someone I was hoping to get for a dollar. I, if I were him, I would try to trade Brissett to – I forget who has Scott. Uh, Scott. He should trade him to Scott. I agree with you. And then try to maybe snag like another running back or receiver, another piece back now, or maybe even in a couple weeks if someone becomes desperate, but get him while there's still value there. Um, All right. Well, I have a question for you and, and you can say, I yes. don't have time and I can't answer it. Um, who do you think is like the right. best team or two then if you disagree? I would say your team is better. Um, I have not gone through the teams with the fine-tooth comb, so I'm just going to quickly click thumb through them real quickly. Um, I will say I like Kyle's team. Um, I also like Kyle's team. So far, Kyle's I like team. team. Uh, I don't like John's team. I'll say just – I want to touch yeah. on Kyle. I really went through Kyle. Kyle's team is, like, objectively one of the better ones. He just happens to have players I dislike a little bit, I guess, in Henry, Mixon, and Debo. I'm really low on Debo, actually. I didn't say that. So that's kind of why I may be discrediting what was an objectively better draft for Kyle. I just don't love the players in particular. So far, it's John's team. Even though With an H or with not an H? No H. John has a good team. John or there's Kyle. There's no denying that. John or Kyle. See, John, you got yes. redeemed in this podcast. We shit on you a lot, but you're redeemed. We'll both like your team a lot. I also think Matt's team at this moment is one of the better teams in the league. I'm not sure I'll say that in a few weeks. And I can't say Josh because he doesn't have receivers. All right. Those okay. are my top top two. Neutral. Neutral. Your top two are John uh, last and, and Kyle. Is with the Eagles win today. So, yes. I have a bold prediction, and that prediction is the Eagles will not win today. Um, I, I think the Lions are going to come out with a little bit of revenge in their mind for the November matchup. And I think 
uh, as Dan Campbell says, the 2022 Detroit Lions will be the team that they can and they will. They've got some grit. They do. Well, we will see. Uh, I would expect this Eagles team. What's the, what's the spread? Five, which I think is high. I wouldn't touch that. We're given five? Minus five. I would take the on that. I agree. I would never actually bet it, but I, I agree. Yeah, I don't bet on the Eagles. All right. Well, I have, I'm going to go because I need to pack. So long. All right. Goodbye. Adios.